views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. This show's audio was via a Skype call. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. This is our good news segment. George Olafond is joining me here today, Emmy Award-winning host of George to the Rescue and Home Improvement Expert. And today, let us talk about what it means to spruce up your yard this spring and do it in a way that is good for the environment. George, thank you for joining me here today. Awesome, awesome. And by the way, congratulations. Thank you so much for you know, bringing to the forefront what you bring to the forefront and Greenworks as well. Well, I'm really excited to be here, Dr. Pat, so thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, everything you were saying, you know, you want that curb appeal. You know, you want people to drive by your house and notice, like, gosh, that's a that's a very inviting, beautiful front yard. Uh, or you're having a barbecue or people over, you're like, oh, man, this is such a nice put-together backyard. Um, and it, it really, you know, it, it now is the time to kind of set that foundation uh, before it gets really hot. Uh, you want to get out there. You want to, if you had brown spots last, last fall, you want to, you want to see now in the spring before it gets too warm. You want to clean out your beds, get out all those old leaves or broken branches or, or beat up bushes and those weeds before they take root. So get all that stuff out now so that when you're, you know, in the middle of summer and you're entertaining and you're enjoying yourself, that it's just maintenance that you're not, you know, continuing to really work and, uh, and get your yard beautiful. Well, you know, I'm really excited to talk to you because, you know, part of this journey for us, this is our 15th year, um, we launched a network. And when we first launched our Green Talk radio channel, people thought, oh, my gosh, this is not going to go anywhere. Are you kidding? We can't even get people to recycle. What the heck are you talking about? But you knew and you know today that one of the most important things we're looking at especially generationally, is how we can do things smart. Smart, smart, smart. Exactly. It's all about, you know, you know, protecting Mother Earth and protecting our environment for, for future generations and for our own generation, for us. You know, we want to be you know, living in a, in a clean environment and, and enjoying our, our surroundings. And the, the irony is that, you know, gas-powered tools, we're out there working in our yard to make it beautiful while at the same time we're polluting it. Yeah. And with battery-powered tools, I mean, you look at Tesla, you look at how far batteries have come. I mean, this is not, you know, the old battery there. It's like you're like, you have these huge bricks or, uh, you know, you're going through double A's like a crazy person. 
the, the batteries are so much more efficient. They charge faster. They work longer. They work harder. Uh, they are doing everything that gas, uh, that gas does. Um, I mean, you see it with electric cars. There's no reason you can't do it with your, with your tools as well, whether it be your chainsaw, your blower, your line trimmer, your lawnmower. Um, and not only uh, not only do they work just as strong, they're they're actually more efficient. They uh, they're quieter, so you're not that noisy neighbor on a Saturday morning waking everybody up, you know, by trimming trees or blowing leaves uh, or mowing the lawn. And you're not you know fiddling with gas and oil and trying to find like the right ratio for those tools that need a gas oil mix or you know pulling on the cord 85 times until the thing finally turns over or maybe overfilling the tank by accident and then having that, you know, residual gas or oil spilling into your yard and into the earth. Uh, with a battery-powered tool, you charge it, you put it in your tool, and, and away you go. And so uh, that's why I'm such a big proponent for what Greenworks and Cobalt are doing, because yeah. uh, they're, they're letting us work smarter, not harder. Yeah, and let's talk about, you, you know, there's a scene from The Godfather that I love because it reminds me of my childhood growing up in New York, right? There's this scene where Mar Marlon Brando's running around a backyard with the little boy and, you know, they got the tomatoes back there and he's got this metal can. And so he's running around chasing after the kids, squirting this metal can. So what do you have in the metal can? DDT. You got stuff in there. <laughs> you got stuff right. in there that he's spraying on the tomatoes. And lo and behold, fast forward to where we are today, we've learned a lot, but we haven't learned enough. Tell us about some tips that you've been able to share about what do we do about seeding and, and the dreaded how much water do we really need to put on the lawn? So when it comes to seeding, you want to make sure that you're doing your seeding early in the season, like right in the beginning of the spring. You don't, you know, because the seeds, they need to take root. They need to, you know, they need to work their way into the soil and, and, uh, and, and flourish. And uh, if, you're, if, you, if you seed too late in the season, uh, what happens is they never get that chance. They, 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 they just sit on the surface. They get uh, eaten by birds or or burned up by the sun. So the earlier you get, you start seeding, the better uh, the better results you're going to have with your yard. And as far as uh, watering goes, um, you always want to do the rule of thumb is always do your watering either at dusk or dawn uh, when the sun's just coming up or it's just going down. The, you don't want to do watering in the middle of the day for a number of reasons. One, uh, if it's really hot out. You're watering and it's just evaporating. It's not even getting absorbed into the soil or into your plant roots. Uh, the other thing is, uh, just like a magnifying glass, a drop of water, if you're spraying, your, you know, you're hosing down your plants or your lawn, and they have all those little drops of water, you know, those drops of water become a magnifying glass for the sun, and then you're burning your grass. You're burning the leaves on your plants. Uh, so you want all those drops of water to be you know, absorbed by the time the sun really gets uh, up at its highest. What do you think is, and this is kind of an oddball question, but let me ask it anyway. What do you I'm think? Oddball I know, but here it is, right? Uh, I think we have become, generally speaking, more aware. I think we've become more aware, but not to the point where we start thinking in the planning stages. And I'd love for you to share some ideas about this. So, for example, you know, when we're planting or planning our garden or planning what we're going to do, we don't think about, does that plant need a lot of water? Does that plant need this? Does that plant? 
we don't think about that. Isn't it time to start to think more now about what we are putting in the ground and aren't there equally amount of options for beauty? Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny you said that. It's all about proper preparation and planning ahead um, because, you know, you have to realize that when you're planting something, it's going to grow and it's going to grow, you know, how is it going to work with other plants? How is it going to, you know, does this one plant, will it eat, you know, will it kill the other plant? Uh, you know, can they, can they cohabitate this bed? Uh, how is one going to grow too tall and block out the other one? Is it going to get enough sun? Is it going to get too much sun? Uh, planning is, is, is instrumental in making sure you have a beautiful lawn and a, and a, and a lawn that's going to flourish for years to decades to come. Uh, mm-hmm. When it's done right, it's all about the foundation. It's about, you know, understanding uh, your yard and understanding where the sun is and where you need water and what plants work well together. Uh, if you just go willy-nilly and see a bunch of things at a, at a garden center that you like and you don't have a, a real roadmap on how they're going to go uh, in your yard, then you're asking for trouble. And there's yeah. so many ways to plan. You can ask when you go to your local garden center or if you go to a Lowe's and you're there and you're trying to you know, figure out what plants you want to plant this summer. They, they're all very knowledgeable and, they'll, and they're happy to help you and say, you know, this plant is going to thrive in this, in this environment. This plant, you know, it may be beautiful here at the garden center, but in your house, if your house is full sun or full shade and this plant isn't for that, you're just, it's just going to die. So, uh, yeah, definitely yeah. take the time to understand what you're putting in your yard. Yeah, and I want to just say, for those of you out there, go to the website greenworks, with an S, tools, with an S, dot com, or go to Transformation Talk Radio, click on the banner. Um, the reason I'm so excited to talk to you about this today is because you've nailed it. Uh, back in the day when I worked for Bell Labs, uh, batteries were a big part of the phone systems research. We are, fast forward to where we are today, we are busting through all of the myths that say, oh, batteries are not going to give us a less power. They're not going to do this. They're not going to do that. That's no longer the case, right? We are in a whole different class of battery-powered equipment. 100%. I mean, uh, you know, people are like, oh, you can't survive without fossil fuels. You know, no, you yeah. can. The, the, the technology has come so far. Uh, the batteries that, you know, you use with uh, the Greenworks batteries, the Cobalt batteries, uh, all these lithium batteries, they, they have so much power. They're all, you know, people are, are, are taking the time to, the scientists and, and developers are understanding, you know, that, you know, just, it can't just give you the power, but it has to be functional too. It has to be lightweight enough and charge fast enough and last long enough. And they're checking all those boxes so that when you do get home and you charge the battery up and you put it in your tool, it works just like it says it will. And it's going to give you that same power. Because if, you know, if it doesn't do what it says it's going to do, then you're not going to believe in the product. But if it does, then that can help take us, help us you know, all transform to battery-powered tools. And in the end, that helps us you know, keep the environment cleaner mm-hmm. and safer for generations to come. I got a question for you. What's your favorite battery-operated power tool? I am a huge fan of the blower. Uh, yeah. I like um, I mean, uh, the chainsaw works great. I love my wife is a huge fan of the of the lawnmower, but I love the blower. Just it it just puts a smile on my face. You know, I love just going around blowing the leaves, blowing everything. It's uh, it, it, you know, it's very just satisfying. Yeah. I, I, one, I want to get a couple things. I know you got to run. 
what's the future here? What is the future of battery operated dot, 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 fill in the blanks? What are you most optimistic about? Now, I know that you are doing so many things, right? You're Open House to the Rescue, George to the Rescue, all of the above. You're out there. You know what it's like to help people. What are you most excited about with the technology that's coming? Um, just more efficient, more environmentally friendly, more universal, uh, that it's, it's, it's the rule, not the exception, that everyone is using batteries uh, and using uh, green, environmentally friendly tools uh, to do the project. So that, uh, I mean, I have four children. I want to make sure that they get to enjoy uh, Mother Earth as much as we have and uh, my grandchildren and, and going forward. So I'm looking forward to uh, them to continue to develop uh, amazing batteries that will work in mm -hmm. driving mowers and everything. I, uh, the less we're dependent on fossil fuels, I think the better for all of us. Well, uh, one last note that I think we should make, and that is everyone wants to control their weeds. And we are just relentless about spraying things on our lawns. Then we send our kids out there. Uh, uh, and we've got to have a different alternative for managing our weeds, George. We do. Uh, a great way to manage weeds is with, uh, with mulch. Mulch will help keep uh, your weeds and your beds down. And, uh, and then, you know, uh, that's it. Um, uh, I mean, the, yeah, the pesticides are bad. So uh, anything we can do to, you know, get out there, pick them. Uh, and obviously the earlier you get to them, the, 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 the less likelihood that there will be, uh, you know, more. Yeah, I, I mean, all of the above, which is super, super great. And by the way, just so you folks know, was an article that was issued on uh, March 9th talking about what happens when you put things on your lawns. Thank you so much for today. One last question, website, find out more personal message. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, greenworkstools.com and lowes.com, best places to find all this stuff out. And definitely tune into the new season of George the Rescue. All right, George, thank you. You rock, sir. Thank you, doctor. Take care. All right. Bye, everybody. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Listen while you work. Streaming live on any device. Tune in to the Transformation Radio Network. Visit transformationradio.fm. Thank you, Benny. Hey, everybody. It's so great to have you all tune us in and turn us on. I really, I am really enjoying the good news segments we're doing. Really kind of cool. Um, you know, honestly, when we think about life and we think about the fact that you could you could actually win an award for the stinkiest sneakers on the planet, uh, I think that's a cool thing. I, I think to be a judge. Uh, well, there's only one judge. I mean, it's like <laughs> that's that was like she's like I smell all the sneakers, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my I'm goodness, sure. yeah. I, yeah, I told her that. Guess what? Next time, I'm going to submit my sneakers. Do it. I know. I know, but I'm not even going to come close to the kid that one. You know, that was just not right. That kid's sneakers were just not right. But, you know, in the world we live in, I love that we honor people, all walks of life. I just love when we celebrate the life, the depth and the breadth of people. Um, you know, I started my morning out this morning, and I just want to say this to, to Danny, Dr. Danny Penman joining me here today, the art of breathing, the secret to living mindfully. And, you know, I was, I was starting my day, and I always read the books, and I always get ready, you know, for what's about to come. 
Um, and I must say that being prepared for today's show today helped me with the call that we received in our offices. We were in early this morning at 7.30 this morning, a call we received this morning from a new business manager from one of our clients that tested every consciousness bone in my body and my being. And what's interesting about that today is had I not had Dr. Danny's book or had I not been prepared for the show and knew I was going to talk to this amazing man, then I probably would have reacted to the call a bit differently. But one of the things I know and I love about this today and about what, you know, Danny is bringing to the forefront for us is that we get to stop in our own level of consciousness, in mindfulness, in our own way. Every day, we get to choose our reaction and response to people. And today for me, God put this thing in my hand, spirit put this thing in my hand so that at 7.30 in the morning, listening to someone who was telling me exactly how things were going to go, what we're not going to do anymore, the only thing we're going to do anymore, and did it in a way that I had not really heard anybody quite talk to me and, and oh my goodness, I'm so glad Linda handed the phone to me in a really long time. But my reaction to that and the notion about the art of breathing saved the day. Joining me here today is Dr. Danny Penman. Penman, and we're talking about his fabulous book. He's also the co-author of the international bestseller, Mindfulness. You know, when you put mindfulness and this latest, latest book, The Art of Breathing Together, The Secret to Living Mindfully, then what happens is when you get a call at 7.30 in the morning, very out of the blue, sort of blindsided to, to you, and you're me, and you know you live in the world that you live in, and you're going to have a conversation with Dr. Danny Penman, you better, better make sure you read in the books so you're not going old school, I'm from the Bronx on somebody. Dr. Danny, welcome to <laughs> <laughs> We all know that feeling. We all know that feeling. Oh, you just my want to goodness. <laughs> yeah, boy. You know, and look, um, in the world that I live in and the world that you live in, you know for sure that we get to choose. And I want to talk about one of the parts in your book, and certainly thank you for joining me here today. I mean, listen, you've been on radio, you've been on television, you're a best-selling author, you know, your journalism has appeared everywhere, and yet you're like me. We are everyday people with everyday situations dealing with uh, other everyday people. And I was really struck by, you know, the, the part in the book, which thank goodness I read before that call, the aim of mindfulness is not to intentionally clear the mind of thoughts. I thought, well, wait a minute. Okay, I got to read this. And you go on to say it's to understand how the mind works, to see how it unwittingly ties itself in knots to create anxiety, stress, unhappiness, and exhaustion. And I have to tell you what happened today, Dr. Danny, and maybe you can, you can address it. Now, I am from the Bronx. 
I do know how to go old school growing up in the projects in the Bronx. But instead, what happened to me today is I cried. And I, I mean, Benny has known me for a lot of years and he has seen me cry from time to time, but not because I was hurt. Now, my old body, my old self, I'm telling you, I could use a a few four-letter words, but I didn't. I just wonder how much reading your book had to do with that. What do you think? Well, I'd like to think it had some part in it. I mean, Mm -hmm. the the aim really of why I wrote the book is, you know, I've written, what, three three major books on mindfulness now, Mm -hmm. and they're, they're all you know, they, they contain eight-week programs to help people regain control over their lives and also help them control chronic pain. And, yeah, they have sold mm-hmm. pre- pretty well. Um, but I wanted to reach the people who often really need mindfulness the most. And they would never embark on an eight-week program. And they would probably not pick up a book uh, that, you know, is a couple hundred pages but I was hoping, I thought, if I can just simplify all of this down yes, and, you know, team up with a great artist and, uh, you know, who could do the, the artwork and just produce a book that is visually appealing and contains the essence of mindfulness and takes people on, mm-hmm. a, you know, a, a little journey. Mm-hmm. I just thought that's the way to reach the maximum number of people. Yeah. And, and I love this because I am a visual. People think that I'm not. Um, because I do radio. What most people don't know, uh, Dr. Danny, is that I have a le- I'm learning different. Some people would say you have a disability. Here's my here's my learning difference thing. I could yeah. never pass an SAT or yeah. a GRE or any of those because part yeah. of what happens to me is I see words. So yeah. I don't know what to do with them, but I see them. So when yeah. you say the word stop, breathe. I see that. And here you are in your book with this. How important is the message in this book to stop, to listen to our body, to listen to our breathing, and to really listen to our mind? Well, breathing is so fundamental. I mean, it sounds Mm -hmm. blindingly obvious, but the truth Mm -hmm. is we've all forgotten how to Mm -hmm. breathe correctly you know we are so stressed all of the time and there's this continuous feedback between kind of anxiety stress unhappiness and breathing you know all of our emotions are reflected in the breath and what happens is you know i mean a classic case is if um somebody calls you and you know you maybe get into an argument or a spat with them in some way and you 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 tense up you know, your body tenses, your, your breathing becomes shallower. And your brain interprets that as a threat. So it senses the disturbance in your breathing and it interprets it as a threat. You become a little bit more stressed. And that then feeds back into the breath again. You breathe a little bit more shallowly. And the brain then thinks, I'm under even more threat. And the stress just ramps up. So you end up in this this quite vicious cycle that enhances your anxiety, stress, and unhappiness. So even the smallest thing can trigger this process. Now, if you consciously take a few deep 
breaths, just breathe mm. in very slowly and out very slowly, you put that process into reverse. You actually kickstart what is known as the parasympathetic nervous mm. system. And that's the calming aspect of the, uh, of the body. And you then enter this wonderful virtuous circle of, you know, you breathe naturally more deeply. You begin to relax. Your stress and unhappiness begins to melt away. And so very quickly, you take, by taking just a few conscious deep breaths, you kickstart this process. And then you just allow yourself to breathe naturally. And obviously, at this point, your body just takes control of the process and you begin to relax. And it's, it's very simple to do. You just have to remember to do it. Mm. You know, this is really the day and age we live in. And I want to talk about this for a minute because I would be remiss not acknowledging the day and age we live in. You and I were mm. talking before we came live. We were kind of chatting with Benny about, mm. you know, what the world is looking like today. Whether you wake up every day uh, to 1,600 tweets that you feel compelled <laughs> to respond to or yeah. Facebook posts or emails yeah. or website stuff or any of the above, we're yeah. still at this choice point for yeah. how we walk through life and how we live mindfully. And yeah. this is really what you're talking about. It, it's yeah. really how do we transcend the busyness of the day, therefore the busyness of our minds? Yes, yes. Well, first off, it ain't easy. Uh, we are so bombarded uh, with with messages constantly, you know, obviously from Facebook, Twitter, all kinds of instant messages, social media, emails, advertising, television, all the rest of it. And what we kind of have to do is just consciously take a step back and realize that we are actually in control of our lives. Those messages aren't in control of our lives. And so it's really a process of learning to respond rather than react because, you know, when we receive one of these messages, you know, each one is often just triggers like a stress response. And what we need to do is just, you know, learn to allow it to wash over us and put ourselves back in control of our lives. And the simplest way of all is just to do very straightforward things like, you know, breathing correctly, consciously relaxing through through these breathing meditations, or also, you know, just going for a walk um, and doing it mindfully, you know, walking mindfully. Uh, you know, just paying attention to all of the sights and the sounds that surround us and the smells and just the whole panoply of whatever is going on around us. That is, even if you are in the most frantic, crazy center of a big city, that itself is actually tremendously calming just to soak up the cityscape, you know, what is going on around you. It sounds mad, but it's absolutely true. As soon as you just pay attention to whatever is going on around you, you begin to relax. And, you know, that's 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 one of the meditations in the book. And I, you know, these are the things I do on an almost daily basis. You know, mm -hmm. whenever I feel the, wor the world is beginning to overwhelm me, I just stop and I just take in whatever is around me. And I find it tremendously calming. 
Yeah, and you know, this is so key because calming, and we're going to talk about this when we come back from break, Mm. there's Mm. a reason for wanting this, you know, and the reason isn't always so obvious. You know, yeah. it's like if you if you had a couple of dots on the paper, right? You know, I don't yeah. know if I don't know what you did when you were a kid. When I was a kid, when my folks always took us out, okay, where in Jersey mm. to the diner? Yeah. When we yeah. went out, they used to put these little kid things on 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 you know the table, and you would have yeah. to like connect the numbers, and then when you connected mm. them all, you'd have an image. And yes. There is in the work that you do, and in, in in your books, and in what you do in the world, you are putting the dots on the piece of paper so we can connect them to an end. When we come back, what is this amazing end that you will get to connect to through the art of breathing? Let's take a short break, everyone. Dr. Danny Penman joining me here today. The book is The Art of Breathing, The Secret to Living Mindfully. Why do we want to know the secret to living mindfully. What door will it open? What pot of gold will it provide at the end of the rainbow? And maybe even a winning lottery ticket? No, I don't know. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. with fear and anxiety, you've probably noticed that the more you fight these emotions, the stronger they seem to get. Dr. Friedemann Schaub, the author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, explains that instead of suppressing, we need to identify and resolve the deeper, subconscious root causes of fear and anxiety. His personal breakthrough program has helped thousands worldwide to overcome their emotional challenges. To learn more, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com and schedule your free consultation with Dr. Schaub now. Defining success and putting minds to work. With the Higher Learners Career and Leadership Series, Rudy Racine will help you craft your personal definition of success, offering support and guidance as you move forward towards your goals. Take the leap. With the right mix of focus and motivation, anything can be achieved. Tune in every first and third Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 Eastern. And for more information on Rudy Racine and Higher Learners, visit Rudy's site at higherlearners.com. That's H-I-R-E learners.com. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. 
call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Are you ready to make deep, lasting, transformative changes? Then tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio for Susanna Jameson's hit show, Love Light Sound Radio. During her show, Susanna inspires and supports spiritually and health-conscious individuals all over the world to reconnect with their heart, their inner peace, and balance. Love Light Sound Radio. Transformation happens here now. For more information, visit SusannaJameson.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Uh, you know, I'm so absolutely thrilled to be talking to Danny Penman here today. You know, of course, I've read all the books, but most importantly, it's not about the books. It's really about the message. And what is the message? You know, what is it when you can turn your life from, you know, living in a frantic world? And yeah, I mean, if you're out there in the, in the world, it can be frantic because guess what? You know, whether you're raising a child and multitasking your way to dinner, guess what? Uh, it could be that. You know, that was Danny's book on mindfulness. But now when we look at that and now we look at the art of breathing, the science is in now. You know, for people that when I was uh, an executive in human resources, Danny, and people would talk about <clears throat> stress and they would talk about, okay, mindfulness, or they would talk about meditation or they would talk mm. about breathing, uh, yeah. pretty much they would show you the door. But the science <laughs> yes. is in now, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's absolutely. The, there's been something like 5,000 clinical trials now on mindfulness and they it is being proven beyond doubt that it is at least as good as drugs or counseling for for uh, for depression mm -hmm. it's brilliant for anxiety and stress and one uh, codified form of mindfulness known as mindfulness based cognitive therapy you know has uh, has been proven to be um the best form of uh, treatment for the worst forms of depression. You know, these, this is the mm -hmm. grinding depressions that people never really pull out of. And especially if it's linked with childhood abuse, you know, the, the people who uh, suffer this kind of depression, you know, they are in a terrible state. And yet mindfulness-based cognitive therapy is by far the best treatment out there. You know, the relapse rate is about 40%, which means it's 60% effective. The best drugs available only 
hit about 35%, you know. It is, it is an absolutely brilliant treatment for the worst forms of depression. And that, that treatment was uh, slimmed down. I actually worked with one of the co-developers of mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, Mark Williams at, at Oxford University. And we slimmed down that protocol and turned it into our book, uh, Mindfulness, Finding Peace in a Frantic World. And, uh, you know, that's that's used right across the UK's health system now. And it's just been uh, tested at uh, Cambridge University in the UK, where they uh, tried it out on about 600 students. And they, they, they gave them a copy of our book. And each week they would turn up and work through the eight-week program. And they found it was, you know, highly effective for uh, for anxiety, stress and depression. And, you know, the aim of my new book, the, the Art of Breathing, is to kind of take all these ideas, you know, the core elements of mindfulness and just present them in a very simple, straightforward way that people can just pick up and run with, you know. Um, so when, when we all get hit in the face, people can find a little bit of peace in their life. You know, they can uh, help their body heal itself more effectively, you know, and hopefully enhance their little creativity and decision making because you know if they're not feeling anxious stressed and depressed you know when, mm. you, when you're not feeling any of those negative emotions all of a sudden that your yeah, kind of innate creativity is unleashed you know we are all inherently creative creatures and yet we are frightened uh, to to use that and that really hammers our creativity you know yeah as soon as we are not anxious stressed and depressed we are inherently creative we are we make better decisions you know for yeah. some reason people have got it into their head that the way to make a decision is to put themselves under pressure you know force themselves to make a decision and actually it's the worst thing you can do uh, you know? it's like overwork is the worst thing you can do uh, you know? yeah it's uh, and yet we all do it you know it's it it is it is part of Western culture, especially yeah. the, the Anglo-Saxon model. And, you know, it's killing us. You know, it is literally killing us. But what's equally interesting is it's also killing our economic system because mm -hmm. people are making increasingly poor short-term decisions. You know, productivity across the Anglo-Saxon world is just plummeting. And it's because we're all under pressure all of the time. We're all frightened to make decisions. And when we do make decisions, they're terrible ones, you know. Yeah. This is where mindfulness can help, you know. It's not just good for our spiritual lives. It's also good for our kind of economic and our creative lives too. Yeah. And, you know, part of this, and we're going to take a caller, is yeah. there is something you said that is so important to me. That is what I discovered when I was very, very sick, actually. And my friend, Dr. Dan Cohen, has created a technology, a fabulous chair, which is the Soul yeah. Tech Lounge. And what he's done with that now being used in the Mayo Clinic and the demonstrated results are yeah. that even if you're not well, whether it's depression or a physical illness like cancer or an autoimmune yeah. disease. Yeah. Whatever the treatment is we're getting, right, mm. works better. Works better when we are in the state that you just described. Yeah. And I know for yeah. myself, I was not able to heal 
uh, conventionally until I learned some of this. And yeah. I'm still learning, though. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. it, it really is for me, uh, and I am a girl from New York. I am a far cry from somebody that grew up with this. That even yeah. be, I wouldn't even tell people I understand it, but I'm really obedient. I'm telling you, Danny, if you tell me to do this, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear. The thing is, you just you know, it's not really a question of belief. You know, everybody kind of, lots of people believe that you need to believe in mindfulness, believe in these ideas for them to work. Actually, belief is irrelevant. You just have to go out and do it, and very quickly you'll you'll realize that it works. And you end up in this wonderful virtuous cycle of, um, you know, it begins to work. So you do it more mm -hmm. and you see the benefits. You begin to relax. You become less stressed and anxious and unhappy. And, you know, everything grows outward from there, really. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. allows you to regain control over your life. And it's this, you know, I hope the art of breathing would just help people take that first step to reclaiming their life. Yeah. Well, we've got somebody that wants to join in the conversation, uh, Danny. Mr. Benny, who do we have? Kayla from North Dakota. Welcome to the show. Hi, Kayla. Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, Kayla, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. Welcome to the show. Hi, You're on Kayla. the air. Hey, Hi. welcome. How, how can we help you today? Welcome. Thanks for calling in. Um, I was just wondering, how do you, how do you become more mindful? Oh, I love that question. Danny, how can you become more mindful? The, well, there's two ways of doing it, really. One is the traditional route, which is to engage in mindfulness meditation, like a really simple one, just like focusing on the breath and the sensations of breathing. And the other way um, is to actually just become consciously aware of what you're doing. Because mindfulness is really becoming fully aware of whatever is going through your mind and your body and whatever is going on around you. So imagine you're stuck in, uh, in a traffic line and you're going slightly crazy because you've been there for half an hour and you want to move. Um, the simplest way is to actually just pay full attention to what is going on around you. You know, the way the cars are not moving around you, the way the traffic lights are changing, uh, maybe the smells of the exhaust fumes around mm -hmm. you, the sounds, uh, and the, you know, the feelings of tension in your body and the way the air flows in and out of your body. That is actually a form of mindfulness, you know, mm -hmm. um, and paying attention to your emotions and your thoughts and maybe the anger and the frustration. That is one of the, you know, is, is mindfulness, really. And it is just paying full conscious attention. And I often do that myself. You know, if I find myself in a difficult situation, I just pay attention to everything that's going on around me. And I find it really calming. And when I have the time... Uh, each day, I then do a very simple breathing meditation. And that is simply sitting down in a straight backed chair with your spine about an inch or two from the back of the chair, mm. uh, closing your eyes, putting your hands in your lap, and just paying attention to the breath and the way the air flows in and out of your body. 
And very quickly, you'll notice your your mind will just run away with itself. You know, one thought will trigger the next and the next and the next. And when you realize that, just bring your awareness back to the breath. And you may, you know, over 10 minutes, this may happen 10 or 20 times. You know, your mind just chasing away with itself. But actually, when you realize that your mind has run away with itself again, that is a moment of mindfulness. That's a moment of crystal clarity. And in that moment, you then have a choice, you know, to bring your awareness back to the breath. Mm. So it's a way of training the mind, you know, to become more aware of the way it works and the way it ties itself in knots. Mm. And that's, you know, that's the aim of the book is just to teach these very, very simple, but very, very powerful meditations. Yeah, I, I want to interject something, Kayla, because, you know, I don't know if you were listening to what I said earlier, but I don't come from this background. So for me, I wanted to accomplish some very specific things along the way. And everything I was trying, pretty much, you know, everything I thought was the way to go was not working. And as a matter of fact, the harder I tried, uh, the worse my situations got. And I couldn't think clearly. I wasn't making the right decisions. And I'll tell you the thing for me is I wasn't able to be creative And creativity for me has been my gateway to possibilities. When things are not exactly the way they turned out, I have to go to the question, what else is possible? And I cannot go there. Well, no, that's not true. I can go there, but I don't really get an answer of creativity and possibility. I get a whole lot of other stuff. So what is it, if I might ask you, Kayla, what is it? that you're hoping to achieve? Uh, To be more, like to say I want to grow personally, Mm -hmm. spiritually. Um, Mm -hmm. My mind is like filled with a bunch of thoughts and I don't know how to release. The first step, really, is, um, I mean, you've already taken the first step. Yes, you realize yes. that, that your mind is full of thoughts. Well, that's kind of what the mind does. You know, the mind generates thoughts constantly and it puts them together and one thought triggers the next and the next and the next. That's one aspect of the mind. You also have this wonderful thing called consciousness. And that is okay. when you realize that's when you see your mind in action. And what mindfulness does is it kind of enhances your consciousness. So you become more and more aware of the way your mind works, the way it ties itself in the what ties itself in knots, the way it sends you off in really quite distressing directions. And what happens, what mindfulness does, when it brings that kind of light of awareness to these disturbed thoughts these unhappy thoughts mm-hmm. it they actually dissolve they it, it's it's like water running into a, into sand they it just dissipates it just runs away you know and mm-hmm. leaves behind this tremendous feeling of kind of peace and tranquility and of course very quickly we being humans 
will immediately, our minds will immediately start thinking again. And then hopefully, you know, if you continue with the kind of mindfulness training, you, you by becoming more and more conscious, you see your mind behaving in this way more and more often. And then oh, yeah. just just by watching it, those mm-hmm. thoughts just 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 dissipate. They just evaporate like the mist on a spring morning. And that's the tremendous power of mindfulness, you know. It's enhancing your innate consciousness. Because most of the time we are actually unconscious. You know, we are wrapped right. up inside our thoughts and we take them for reality and actually you are not your thoughts you are so much more than your thoughts yeah. you are really the that you're the observer of your thoughts and you only really come to understand that when you you meditate and you know you get these kind of brief glimmers of who you really are and gradually those periods of kind of calmness and tranquility begin to expand and you become far more aware of what's going on around you. Just, you know, becoming aware of simple things like uh, the wonderful flavors of food and drink and, you know, the smell of clean air, those kinds of things. They sound so small, but they're not. They're actually all of the things that make life worth living, you know. And, you know, it enhances kind of relationships uh, because you become aware of, you know, your, your partner or your children's or your yeah. friends' lives. And you become aware of, you know, what wonderful people they are. And there's something about the modern world that drives us inwards and enhances kind of anxiety, stress, and unhappiness. Mm. And mindfulness just kind of resets that process, you know. It just opens up, or broadens our awareness, broadens our minds. And when yeah. you do that, you end up with these, you know, this just, you know, a far happier life, really. Yeah. And, you know, for me, even, I'm telling you, you think sometimes that you can't use this, Kayla, for stuff, just stuff. Uh, the other day I did a show and I talked about Katy Perry's behavior on American Idol. I mean, I, I didn't talk about it like like that. I was just saying, listen, you know, if this was your son or daughter and this thing happened, you know, what would you feel? And in two days, I really got clear about this, this book, this approach and what Danny's talking about. And it was just like it never happened. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to take some form of action uh, about it, either in a blog, to say, please stop, please stop doing that. But at least I'm not going to be acting out in the world, completely obsessed, never going to watch American Island. I, I don't know. I don't know what the response would be because I'm not there anymore. And that's really what I think for somebody like me, that's what I expect now. You know, if I'm going to be in this place and I'm going to practice the art of breathing, or I'm going to practice mindfulness. I know I don't do it perfectly, but I will tell you this, I change. And I've learned now how to change. Like, I don't know if you heard what I shared earlier about the morning I had today, but Mm -hmm. I can change in a nanosecond. And that was one of the most disrespectful calls I've gotten in 15 years since doing this show and had no basis whatsoever. And for me, 
I read this book this morning and I, I don't know what happened, but I chose not to engage. And I don't, I don't think in our lives we can predict when something's going to happen. You're driving down the road and somebody cuts you off or something happens at work and your boss says something that's not so cool. The question really is now, do we all have the tools to stay at peace? Do we have the tools to not let anybody steal our joy? Do yeah, we have the tools right. to help I, us heal? I, I used to be like that, but lately, um, I don't know, like I have so much buildup that I, mm-hmm. I don't know how to release it. And a lot mm-hmm. of it I know is forgiveness. I've mm-hmm. never had no problems with mm-hmm. forgiving. I can <clears throat> forgive someone in like in a second, you know, it's gone, <clears throat> done. Okay. Um, so what I want to do, lately, Kayla, don't hang up. I want to give, don't hang up. I would like Benny to get some information and I'd like to send you a copy of Danny's book. That's yeah. a great idea. That's a what great do you think, idea. Kayla? If you just, please don't <laughs> hang great. up. Is that yeah. okay? All right. If that's okay yeah. with you, Benny's going to get some information and we are going to send you a copy of Danny's book. I don't know. Danny, do you want to throw in a copy of the mindfulness book for Kayla? Yeah, we'll, oh you send me, uh, yeah, you send me her address and I'll get okay. that and post to her tomorrow. All right. Kayla, um, we're going to get you some help. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for today. And oh, thank yay. you for being thank you. here. You One thing I'd like to say, uh, yes, both please, to Kayla and to, to everybody really is, you know, the great thing about mindfulness is it's kind of the antidote to perfectionism. You know, the idea of having to behave perfectly all of the time and do everything perfectly is, is killing us. Um, you know, we've all got to learn to accept our faults and failings and all of our foibles with grace you know we are not perfect creatures you know we are not machines and I, I, that's what was wonderful about people is the fact that they make mistakes from time to time that they all have their little quirks mm-hmm. that's what makes us interesting it's also the root of creativity you know the um because if we don't make mistakes and we don't explore uh, odd little avenues We'll never achieve anything, really. You know, I just feel that all, all you know, the things I've done in life that have given me the greatest satisfaction have all come from just like quirky little mistakes or, you know, the days where I've kind of given up, really, and just gone for a walk or, you know, met a friend, bunked off work, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, here's what I love about this and about today, you know, This is a message, Danny, that is so important, not just in the world we live in today, but in the world, period. You know, when we think about uh, various generations and what each generation has gone through, there have been moments in our life where we allow fear to show up and dominate. And so consequently, our actions are the same. You know, Mm. they are in response to the negativity and the vibration of that, or simply they are in response to carrying fear, anxiety, and depression forward. Now, I know a little bit about this. My mother committed suicide. She was depressed when I was six. But what you're talking about is going to help me to break that pattern in my family. And I want to thank you for that. One last question. Please give out your website, Danny, and your personal message. Yes, uh, www.franticworld.com. And if you have a look around there, you'll find loads of free meditations that you can just download and use. Um, you know, all of the meditations from my books 
are on that website. And I just, you know, I hope people will find them and get some peace. Yes. Danny, I'm telling you, thank you for what you do. It is so important what you do and, you know, why you're doing it and how amazing our lives will be um, if we, in fact, follow the absolute gift and instruction. Thank you so much for everything. Um, I want to just thank say you. this is, yeah, um, so, go ahead, Danny. Sorry. Yeah, just saying thanks for being inviting me on the program because, you know, it's a great program. I just, you know, I, say, I care so much about this stuff. I just want to get the message out there, you know. I mean, mindfulness is just one of the greatest gifts from the ancient world to the modern world. You know, it's just the most important thing that we've discovered, I think, in the last 20 years or rediscovered yes. in the last 20 years. Yeah, I think it's the antidote for everything, to yeah. be honest with you. Um, you know, and that's another show you and I could do together. Yeah, Thank I'll, you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be happy to come back. <laughs> oh, I hope you will. Uh, Danny Penman, everybody, The Art of Breathing. Also, don't uh, forget to check out his bestseller, Mindfulness. Benny, thank you for pushing all the right buttons. For more about us, please go and find out more at thedrpatshow.com or Transformation Talk Radio. Kayla, thank you for calling uh, in, and we will be able to get you right from Danny get you the books we talked about. All right, everybody, stay tuned for another hour on Transformation Talk Radio.